Hey guys, welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the CRC SA Networking News and Knowledge Podcast. My name is Kwan. My name is Kaylin. My name is Sophia. And my name is me. Today we will be discussing the topic of pathways. Um, as you may know, uh, we the attends are going through the subject selection process uh, in preparation towards our transition to Sydney. So we've come together to give a little bit of insight and share our experiences with pathways, not just for our fellow attends, but for the whole school. So what does pathways mean, Kaylin? A pathway is a journey towards career, the career path that you would like to ultimately achieve. So uh, what do you guys do at VC Accounting, Juan? VC Accounting, it's a very heavy subject to do because in the first half of Unit 1, it's a lot of theory and you have to memorize a lot of keywords, definitions. But then it starts to get fun in the second half of Unit 1, which is more practical and we're just writing in journals, um, analyzing business analyzations, scenarios. And yeah, it's it's fun if you like to like sit there and just write, but it might not be for some people, but yeah. It's pretty hands-on. What about psych? Psych is the same. <laughs> so guys, we're just talking about electives that we're doing this year. How about next year? What are you guys planning on doing for next year in year 11? So I'm planning to do two maths, which are methods and specialists on science, which is physics. Then I'm continuing with my accounting three and four and is English language and the compulsory RE subject, which is religion and society, which I'm going to do. Hmm. How about you, me? Um, I was thinking of doing literature, art, um, maybe psych or chemistry. Uh, I haven't really figured it out yet, but I think those are the ones I'm thinking of the most. What about you, Kaylin? Um, I'm currently looking into three very commerce um, subjects. So like Juan continuing accounting with uh, unit three and four, uh, looking at uh, economics and business management. And then for my other subjects, I'm thinking of doing, um, instead of what Plan's doing for religion, um, was it religion and society? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of doing that, I'll be doing, uh, our applied RE, which is just like, um, a subject which includes, yeah, it's pretty much like scouts. You get to go on camps, you get to, um, do a lot more physically enduring activities. Yeah and a lot more journaling as well sounds like fun yeah and um i think the, obviously the compulsory english yeah but i'm still kind of thinking about it um definitely gonna choose economics though but there's some space for other yeah. um you nice know, swap around and stuff like that how about you sophia um i plan on keeping my options kind of broad so i'm doing um psychology chemistry um business management human development and health i think human, human health, health and development yeah yeah isn't it's, it's health and human development oh, oh. Well, yeah. okay same thing um legal studies yeah that's what i thought about um so yeah at twilight and it was just like a lot of information that was um told to us but i think um it's definitely okay to not know what you want to do and that applies to everybody in like any stage of their life whether they're 
leaving education or just starting with their careers. It's okay to not know what you want. It's okay to experiment with different things and keep trying and decide what you want because in the end you really just want to do what you love rather than being stuck somewhere that you don't enjoy. Yeah, that's more important. Yeah. And we're here with our next guest speaker, Mr. Orsini, to talk about uh, VCE, um, vocational major and VET. So the first question would be, uh, Mr. Orsini, what are the key differences between VET, um, vocational major and VCE? Okay, first thing, thanks for having me guys as part of this uh, podcast. Um, I guess I'll unpack that now. So in terms of VCE, so most cases students wanting to go into a degree or go to university, they require an ATAR. So if you want to um, follow that pathway and, and complete a degree, then you you will be probably expected or you are expected to do a, a, uh, a VCE scored um, course. Okay, with that course, lots of theory, um, school assessed coursework, so that's your SACs, and then also exams. Um, depending on the subject, sometimes mid-year and then sometimes at the end of the year, okay? Your VCE vocational major, that is replacing what was once known as a VCAL course um, previously. And it's actually just been changed up a bit, so there's a lot more flexibility in it. Um, so you are now able to do something like a VCE um, English instead of literacy, which was the, the previous VCAL type of subject. Um, you can do, say, a VCE general maths instead of the numeracy, um, and then obviously you choose your VET courses as usual, but also flexibility to choose from up to five uh, or from five other VCE subjects as an extra elective. Okay, now that course there is more designed for students that are going down a vocational pathway, so students that are thinking possibly of a trade, so it could be something like plumbing, electrical. Um, could be becoming a beautician, could be becoming a barber, um, so any of those types of trades or hospitality and so forth. Okay, now your vet subjects, they're vocational subjects, so they're learning uh, more hands on learning type of subjects, and they can happen within a VCE or a VCE vocational major course. Um, and what that gives you, just say you're doing a VCE course, you come out with dual certificates. So it means you come out with a VC certificate and then a, some sort of qualification, which you can either then go to TAFE and continue to um, extend that qualification and improve it, um, or um, get employment or even an apprenticeship um, from that, okay? So a VET subject, that's a subject, can be part of a VC course and is usually part of your VC vocational major course, okay? The next question is, are you able to change subjects in year 11 and what is the process? Okay, so in terms of changing subjects, um, we try to uh, minimise the amount of changes at Sydney as much as possible. So that's why we've been doing all this work up to subject selection day. Then we do our course counselling um, on, on Tuesday the 9th of August here. And then finally again at Sydney on Wednesday the 17th of August. Um, because we, we find that once you're starting your course, usually it starts at the end of this year during orientation. Um, if you're going to make changes, you try to make those during that time there, okay? Because you're going to leave Sydney with work to do over the holidays and come back with um, early in term one, and you don't want to be falling behind. So students that try to change, say, at the end of term one, semester one, um, quite difficult to do. Um, 
and it's more of an interruption, I guess, to the student um, and because they've missed out on, on previous work and they need to try to catch up on that, okay? So where possible, we shouldn't be trying to change subjects. Hopefully we get our course right at the beginning, but then if we want to change, it's, it's most likely during that, that week of orientation that we should be speaking with staff from Sydney and getting the changes done before the year commences next year. So if we're changing subjects, you would want to do it as soon as possible, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So the sooner you do it, the better it is because you've, you've missed out on less, less content that's been taught, okay? All right. And then also, that's just subjects. Changing course is almost um, impossible in most cases. So if you decide on a VC course now, and then at start next year, you want to go into, say, a vocational major VC, um, that, that is quite, quite a hard thing to do usually in Sydney. Um, usually find that a bit more difficult, okay, to change a course completely, okay? Yep. So what advice and suggestions can you give Year 10s to help them prepare for next year? Okay, so the advice is obviously do your research, okay? We've been doing a lot of research, but really thinking about um, what are the pathways I want to get into. In a lot of cases, students want to keep it flexible, um, which is easy enough because in most cases, if you look at the prerequisites, for the year 2025, when you guys will be applying for courses. Um, a lot of the prerequisites these days are around English, having English, having a math subject, and then if you throw in a science as well, then it does open up a lot of pathways and options for you par uh, post uh, year 12, okay? So in most cases, students have to choose an English, so that box is ticked. If possible, we, we try to fit in the mats, okay, if we can, and if students are happy to continue for mats. And then also a science is probably the, the broadest in terms of what the prerequisites are. But then also knowing what you need is important, but then trying to choose subjects you're really gonna enjoy, really do well in. And those subjects um, are usually the ones that you're gonna score the higher marks in and usually can contribute a lot more to an ATA score. Okay. All right. Um, just off like subject selection, you mentioned a lot about how we need like kind of to know what uh, the prerequisites are to the certain unis that we want to go to. Mm -hmm. So just to sum it up, we are, we kind of have to understand and know ourselves a sense of direction in our career pathway, but it doesn't mean that we have to exactly know what it is. But just based on subjects, we have to understand that certain subjects allow us to um, expand the career pathways that we want to. That's yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah. So that's all, all correct. Um, in particular, so I guess the courses that uh, are more specific are your engineering, medical, and even things like computer science. So if you're going into any of those types of courses. Um, so the engineering, medical, say computer science, you are required to do what's known as maths methods for your math selection and English. And then they're gonna ask for at least one science. And in most cases, it's a physics or a chemistry, okay? So if you're really enjoying those subjects, you're really doing well in those, and really good to have those subjects in your mix of, of um, uh, in your course, because that does then allow you lots of options in, in your choice at the end of year 12. Okay, yep. So when we're going to Sydney, obviously it's a, obviously a heavier workload. So do you have any like study advice that you could give us? 
Yep, so I guess in terms of your, your effort now in and out of class, so really extending your time that you're studying at home. Um, so whatever you're doing now, gradually start to extend that, okay, till you get into a, to a stage where you're doing about probably two to three hours um, as a minimum. So I remember when I went to see them, even as a student, they would suggest if you spent, or you had a lesson that day, that you spend almost an equivalent time at home um, re-going over the content, answering questions, and really understanding it independently once you move go away from school. Okay, so if you've got one period, whatever that equates to, just say I was here 60 minutes, then you go home, they should be spending almost close to that at that VC level, revising and summarising what you learned for that day. Okay, so the workload is a lot more. So my advice is to start extending your workload in the second semester. So next year you're in that good routine and, and good study habits, okay? So that's, that's probably the main one I'll talk about. The second one is probably organization, okay? So really getting your books organized, your notes organized, even the way you take notes. And even a lot of students that do really well in subjects at year 10, um, they do well at year 10, but then sometimes they get to VCE and because their organization isn't at a level that it should be at, and their note taking's not as good as it can be, and they start to fall a little bit away or it becomes a bit of a struggle at that senior level. So getting your organization right is important. So your time management organization, really important in year 10 in the second half. Um, and then I guess collaborating with others, okay? Being able to work with others, because once you get to see them next year, there's possibility that you'll be in a classroom where there's no one from our school in there. So you need to be able to work with others, make new connections, new networks, new friends, um, in order to do well in a, in a subject area as well, okay? Um, just based on teaching styles at Sydney, do you believe like um, how teachers teach here, here at CRC St Albans um, do, are not similar at all compared to Sydney? Yeah, I think once you head into that senior secondary school um, environment, I guess it starts to become more of a university style of learning, especially in the VCE course. Um, so it's a lot more lecturing, theory-based, I guess, PowerPoints, um, and almost teachers giving those lectures or, the, or, the, or that theory lesson. But then you guys really being independent, work with other people in your class and unpack that further. Okay, so there's that aspect, but then there's also the aspect of you also building a good relationship with your teacher. So if you're unsure about something, that you're willingly able to seek assistance and, and, and speak with the teacher and ask questions. Um, so I guess it is a different style. At our school, we're trying to teach you those learning behaviors. Um, so then when you get there, you're able to do things a lot more independently and, and hopefully um, achieve really great things uh, beyond our school. Considering the jump to year 10 to year 11, do you have any advice on like mentally what to expect and um, like any advice you would give to someone like emotionally and mentally? Yep, so that's a good question. Okay, so year 11 and 12, obviously lots of study. We've been talking about that and what's expected and the things you need to be doing, but uh, equally important is your mental health and finding a good balance between academic and health and well-being, okay? So if you're involved in, say, a sporting club or something extracurricular now, um, 
my advice would be continue that up uh, or continue doing that because um, that's going to give you a break away from study um, even exercising doing things like that that are going to rest the mind and obviously um, maintain those uh, stress levels anxiety levels at a lower level and during year 11 and 12 are important because if you are stressed you are feeling anxious then in a lot of cases it's really hard to learn um, and to get the most out of yourself and um, so really focusing on even things like diet okay nice healthy diets health and well-being and mindfulness moments throughout the day throughout the week and then mixing that in with your academic studies okay um just based off exams uh do you believe like how different would it be uh just looking at the exams we have now compared to sydenham okay so in terms of the exam obviously they um at our school we, we put the exams together okay so the content is probably a lot more um i guess adapted to what we're teaching in the classroom whereas once you get to year 11 and 12 level it's sort of um everyone's doing the same exams across across schools so i guess the level um it's going to be probably a lot higher in terms of the what they're looking for so whatever you learn in the classroom obviously you're going to be assessed on any of that um, so, and that's what exams are pretty much it's, it's there to, sh to show your level of understanding throughout a topic okay but what we can say in terms of the content that you'll be covering you're probably going to be co covering a lot more content within a semester for each study area and um, so the exams and um, there's a lot more to remember okay in terms of an exam Okay, all good. Pause. So now for our next segment, we have two CRC Sydney students who previously studied at CRC St Albans, Tree and Say, who will talk about their experience in Year 11. So, how are you guys going so far? So, it's going alright. It honestly could be way worse than I thought it'd be, but you know, it's going, it's going fine. Yeah, the, student, the um, past students that you'd often talk to, um, they're not kidding when they say that there is the stress and pressure that's mentioned by your teachers, but it's not as bad as you would think. So it's still tolerable. It's not impossible. But it's still bad. <laughs> um, speaking of Year 11, how was your guys' transition into a new atmosphere like Sydney? Um, it was, it was, it was meh. It's like first week transition week very 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 hard honestly a lot of homework it's like it's like going to school it's a mid -year. very big step right yeah it oh. you guys like homework because uh it's coming yeah just like tree said it was um very big step in terms of like the work ethic um it's nothing that crc st albans doesn't already like help you out with anyways and train you for it's just it's a lot more independent so it's just taking those skills that your teachers taught you in year nine or what well, year seven to ten and then applying them in your own individual circumstances 
Um, do you think that has uh, an effect on your relationship with teachers at Sikkim? Honestly, relationships with teachers just depends on who the teacher is. Because it's just like how much you like that subject. So honestly, you could like not like a subject and just not look, talk to the teacher. But if you like a subject, you tend to like talk to the teacher more compared to said teacher. Also, it kind of depends on like whether the teacher's, um, I guess, uh, way of teaching or like teaching habits align with yours. And that kind of like affects the student's relationship to the teacher like immensely. Um, another thing that like a lot of students notice, especially like even Astri, he noticed the same, is that teachers over at Sydney aren't as close with their students or don't talk um, with their students as much as, like, for example, St. Albans student, uh, students and teachers would. Um, it's very, like, strict about work for the full, mm. like, period, um, non-stop work ethics. Do not, like, snap out of um, your studying or anything. So it's quite strict in that aspect too, and that also affects, like, the students' views on the teachers because then teachers kind of seem like like a mindless robot that just keep on giving you work after work. Um, but once again, as Tree said, it all depends on how much you talk to a teacher as well. So, um, yeah, it just depends on your circumstances. Um, just continuing on, like kind of continuing on, on that question. Um, what are your ha study habits like um, moving to Sydney? Have you guys been able to like or have to change how you study and how do you approach it now at Sydney? Uh, going to Sydney, you're definitely going to have to change how you study because you'll study more subjects and the workload compared to St Albans is big step, which can change your entire schedule, which honestly, honestly, your work habits, studies, whatever, it all just depends on what subjects you do. Because if you have easier subjects like general maths compared to, say, specialists or methods, you'll tend to, like, become lazy because you, you're like, oh, this work is easy. I can do it in my sleep. But for specialists, you're going to have to, like, focus hard on what you're doing to get it right and do well. Yeah, just to, like, add on... Um... Every subject, no matter what subject it is, whether it gets scaled down or scaled up, um, <clears throat> it's important to pay attention in class because class is where um, everything happens, everything that you're meant to retain, like all the knowledge you're meant to retain for the rest of that like period of time up until your SAC or your exam. That's where it matters the most because... Um, Teachers will teach you once during that one period, and once that period is over, they'll get ready for new content to be taught. So you have to keep up during class. If you don't and you fall behind, you're going to have to use time out of class, and that will just disrupt, like, disrupt um, the flow of like your studying habits as well, especially if you do like extracurricular activities because um, it takes a lot of time and effort to really keep up with your studies and sacks because 
um, they will honestly just kick you in the face as soon as you start year 11. Yep. So, I noticed that Tree mentioned that homework sometimes varies on what subjects you do, and I was just wondering, what subjects do you guys take for VCE? I'll go first, because Say doesn't know her subjects. Um, I do two maths, methods and specialists, two sciences, chemistry, physics, and English language. And also do half unit RE. Um, Alright, so me next. Tree, I actually do know my subjects. Uh, so first I do business management, then I do both VCE and vet music. Um, I do half religion and society, half uh, 20th century. I do legal studies and literature. Now, are you guys liking those subjects so far? Yeah, I'm actually liking my subjects a lot. It's going to be difficult because um, in year 12, your subjects will have to be um, narrowed down. I think you have one less subject. But um, so far, I'm liking my subjects a lot, considering that as soon as you start orientation week, um, that's when, like, your chance to, like, have a taste test of the subjects you choose. Um, that will be your time to see if you actually like them. And Sydenham's pretty chill with changing subjects um, during that period of time, orientation, and the start of, like, each semester. Um, so I reckon... My subjects are pretty good, yeah. About, uh, about what Say was saying about subject change, they're very lenient at the start of the year compared to midterm because midterm you've already learned one unit of what you're doing, so it's like it's kind of bad to just swap to a different subject. For, say like um, English language, it's really important to do unit one because it covers pretty much everything you're doing for the two years. But the subjects I have chose are pretty good. I may not be doing well, but they're, they're pretty good. Pretty fun subjects. That's because I'm a nerd, but At least you're whatever. having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do any of your subjects like align with your pathways? I'm assuming they do, but... Is there like a particular reason why you chose them? Um, yeah, uh, great question actually. Um, personally, I feel like, um, so I'm doing seven subjects. Um, eight, including VSL, which I do outside of school, AKA Chinese. Um, but I think I only ever need two of the subjects that I'm currently studying to get into uh, the career path that I want to. So literature and legal studies, literature because it's in English and legal studies because I want to study law. But um, everything else that um, I have is good either as a backup to my career path or to fall back on or something that I'm just interested in. It helps like give me a break from uh, the more like nitty gritty kind of subjects that I have that are a bit more tougher, such as music. Uh, about the subjects going into uni, the main subjects you'll need for uni are predominantly maths and English, maybe 
more English than maths, depending on what course you do. But I think the the other subjects you choose are just going to be like background information of what you want to do in your course. So like engineering, you might do systems engineering and maybe I don't know software development, depending on what type of engineering you're doing. But yeah. So do you have any advice on um, some study habits? Um, some study habits that um, I reckon uh, would have been really helpful if I knew them before I started year 11, so I could practice in year 10 especially, is um, just prioritizing things or like making note of things either down on notepad or um, mentally, just trying to note of like key dates because it's really important that you manage your time leading up to it. You don't necessarily have to plan a lot or like sit out a whole timetable time frame of when you're going to do homework or whatnot. Um, but it's just helpful to know when uh, key dates are like, or deadlines are like arriving. So then you can prepare yourself mentally and physically for them. Uh, yeah. Tree, do you have anything else to add? Um, I know that a lot of my friends use a website called Notion, I think. It's where they can like, it's a website with like, uh, what do you call it? Like points where you can note down things you've learned from each subject. It's like a, it's like making your own website for notes where you can put what you've learned from today, yesterday. So then when it comes to your exams, you can just read through and remember everything. Cool. Do you guys have any last words or pieces of advice you want to tell to our year 10s this year or just to anyone trying to find their pathways? Uh, to the year 10s, definitely uh, get ready for a lot of homework because um, although St. Albans may not give you much, you will get a bunch of homework next year for every subject you do. And... Um, Remember to do your homework and revise. Um, to add on, uh, to the year 10s or really anybody who's thinking of preparing for year 11 already, um, it's never too early. Um, I reckon just keep in mind that everybody's experience is going to be different. While you're going to be going through the same stress and like pressure of exams and SACs, and like, you know, what ATAR to get or what university you want to get into. It's important to know that everybody goes through um, through year 11 and 12 differently. So different subjects means different workload, different like homework load as well. Um, but just make sure you understand that what's coming from year 11 is not going to be easy. Um, don't stress or get too scared too much. Um, just be prepared as you can mentally and you'll be fine. It's all about the mindset. It's nothing got to do with whether you've done a lot of work in year 10 or not, but just just keep up the good work is all I'm saying. I'd like to uh, quickly add something about um, courses. Uh, always have a course in mind 
like just in the back of your head, just so you can focus on what you want to do for your course. May change, it may not. Um, yeah, to add on to Tree, um, in terms of like courses and all that, it's very important to also understand that um, ATARs aren't too big of a thing. Um, don't think too harshly upon yourself about ATARs. Um, you'll have enough time once you get there. Don't stress too much about like um, what you want to do after school either. Don't stress too much about that. Focus on your studies first. Thank you to Tree and Say for letting us interview them and for sharing their experiences at Sydney. Uh, we hope you all have something to take from our first episode of Season 3 and we hope you come back for more. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.